Sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the grand. Stuntly and destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam. Put some respect on my name. Sick like a rain, click and I bang. Y'all gon' remember the name. Y'all gon' remember the name. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world? I would like to welcome you back to the Real Talk with Zuby podcast. Now, on today's episode, we have got on a health and wellness expert. He has worked with a lot of players in the NBA and different sports leagues. And this is Navin Hetiarachi. How are you doing? Zubi, thank you so much for having me. I love it. I love the title of your podcast. And I love what you stand for. It's real talk. It, it, it doesn't get any, any like straightforward than this so i'm so excited to speak with you awesome man thank you so much now normally i would ask you to introduce yourself but you were just telling me a super interesting story and i said wait hang on a second let's save this for the podcast so tell me what you were just saying so the story is um obviously i live in washington dc but for my new job now i just kind of travel around i was in la last week before in chicago just working with these um patients clients but this week i'm in sedona and sedona is energy vortex in America, in the world. So um, I was actually telling my mom, she was asking me, what is the energy vortex? I was telling her mom, think about when we are back home in Sri Lanka, we would like drinking tap water. Now think about drinking Evian filtered water. That's how the um, the energy, the atmosphere, it's just, I went to meditate this morning, Zubi. It's just like, I was like, oh my God, like I was high on meditation. Air is so much easier to breathe. So wow kind of circling this back to you i was telling my wife that i have a podcast and she was like what is it who's this guy I was like zuby so you know we were kind of looking at you and I, she, she was looking you up she was like wow this guy is real i'm like yeah sweetie it's 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 kind of like sedona it's kind of like the energy pure it's kind of like the water that i explained to my mom is it's not it's filtered it's clean it's pure it's it's the it's the real talk podcast with Zuby. So it's kinda it's kinda synchronicity. Everything happened for a reason. That's that's no accident. It's it's kinda amazing that I get to talk to you in Sedona in Real Talk Podcast in this amazing energy vortex. So I'm like, wow, so excited to speak with you. Awesome, man. Dude, well, I, where where is Sedona? I've heard the name, but where yeah. where is it? It's uh it's in uh, Arizona. It's about okay. Phoenix is about a two-hour drive. Okay, gotcha. Okay, it's somewhere. I, I, the name rings a bell, but I don't know much about it, and I haven't read much about energy vortexes. But you've sold it to me pretty well there, so I'm gonna have to check it out. Highly recommend. <laughs> highly recommend it. Awesome, man. So for everyone, everyone listening, tell them a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. So just like you, I was kind of um, brought up in a, another country. I was born and raised in Sri Lanka until uh, age 14. Then I came to America. I went to high school. Um, I came here really without able to speak English. Um, in high school, I started uh, taking all ESL courses. ESL is an uh, English for secondary language courses. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And um, unlike you, I didn't go to Oxford. Uh, so my whole goal was to go to college. Nobody in my family went to college. So I was like, college. Then back home, uh, Zubi, I was really not into education. I didn't really study. I couldn't grab onto something as my purpose. And my purpose when I was little was to really play cricket and play a cricketer for the Sri Lanka national team so that was my purpose so when i came to america there was really no cricket obviously i went to college on a track scholarship i did triple jump i went there and and one of the craziest stories is that you know first day in school i was like hey i accomplished my dream i'm here top of the pyramid top of the mountain and and my uh, guidance counselor was like no 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 you have to 
pick a major, like this is your journey starts. And I literally go down the list of majors, you know, no accounting, no business, no science. And I came to sports medicine. I'm like, I do sports. I love sports. So I just clicked it. And that was the best click that I, you know, I did in my life. Um, all the sports medicine courses was like so easy to me. I couldn't stop reading it, stop understanding it. I was like, I, it was like high on life, you know. Then uh, after that, I got an internship with the American football team called Washington Redskins. It's in Washington. Okay. I, I worked there for two years. Then after that, I was with the Washington Wizards NBA team for the last 17 years as the director of health, wellness, and performance. So that's really was about um you know how you go to a, a say physio physical therapist you know they kind of have a lens and they're just looking everything through that lens but what i did was like i'm like i don't want to look through one lens you know i mean human being it's a whole person i want to don't i don't want to look at anything in life as one lens so i started going to england for two weeks learning from the best of the best australia for a month india belgium malaysia so all these countries and i started learning from pioneers of functional medicine osteopathic acupuncture puncture, try kneeling. So I got all these different tools. So now when I look at a human being, I look at multiple lenses. I look at a whole holistic person like Zubi. You have a thumbprint. Your mom has a thumbprint. I got a thumbprint. So we are very different. Human, but very different. So my job now is to connect the dot to figure out, hey, what's going on in your gut? That's affecting your toe. That's affecting your teeth. That's affecting your eyes. What's going on? What can I, how can I make the person in front of me, Zubi, the best version of Zubi. Not mm. Messi, not Ronaldo, not like LeBron James, right? I want to make the person in front of you, me, is to make the best human being mentally, physically, prevent injuries. Obviously, now the big thing is get them away from pharmaceutical, get them away from conventional medicine to be the CEO of their own health. So that's my new journey and I'm on it and I'm, I'm so blessed and it's just so incredibly amazing. That's awesome, man. I love the positive energy, man. I can feel it vibing off of you right there. I need to get to that energy energy vortex. I don't know if you're always like this, but <laughs> that's awesome, man. So after you finished studying, you went straight to work with the Washington Redskins. Did you say, how did, how did that come about? Cause that's a, that's a great first job right there. You know what? Uh, at the day that I graduated, I had 99-0 rejection letters from the NFL, uh, football teams. And, you know, just kept, kept applying. And so this was like, uh, then so I worked in a clinic at that time and one day I got a phone call and say, hey, there's a thing called NFL Combine where it's like they are testing all the athletes before they get drafted to the NFL that year. And this Combine, some people dropped out as in the medical staff. And somebody okay. called and said, hey, Naveen, Vienna, Bind, do you mind helping us? It was like a Wednesday and they need help Friday. I'm like, I'm walking this 5,000 miles. I'm there. Count on it. So Zubi, I go there. I'm actually, so the Combine was on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. On Thursday, I'm um, fixing the table, setting up everything. And this older gentleman, um, apparently he runs this thing and he's been there for a long time. I really didn't know much about him. And um, he cut his hand and I'm like, oh my God, you're bleeding. So I just literally run around and got him a bandage. I got him a bandage and he's like, he just stopped and he's like, man, who are you? Like, tell me about you. And I'm like, I just graduated from college. I'm from Sri Lanka. Like, stop, enough. He took me to the Washington Redskins director of sports medicine and said, hey, look, I don't know much about this kid. Hire this kid. That was wow. it. <laughs> 
oh, so wow. good. They just kind of like made me an intern. And like next thing that I know, I was traveling with the team. Next thing that I know, they want me to come next year. So it was just like, you know, everything in life is just kind of like you, right? I just put myself out there. Stuff is happening because uh, my highest value in life is like, how can I serve? How can I help you? I just get help us high. And the my help us high is it comes with uh, health, wellness, and performance. How can I help you to be the best version of you? How can I get you to be pain free and performance the highest level? And Zubi, when I do that, and it seems like my phone is ringing, I just connected from this person to that person and just good synchronicity. Where do you think that comes from, Naveen? I mean, a lot of people don't have that desire to serve others. I'm someone who has that. I don't know if I even have it as strongly as you do, but with everything I do from my music, my podcast, interviews, social media, all of that, it stems from, for me specifically, a desire to want to inspire, encourage, and motivate other people. But not everyone has that. Is that something that you always had with you, or do you think it came from somewhere? Zuby, um, you know what? You have a single just came out. I'm blessed. Yes. <laughs> That's my motto, Zuby. I'm just so blessed, and I think be in the gratitude, it's opened the doors up, right? Like, I came from Sri Lanka, mm. so people ask me, so many players ask me, hey, what is your happy pill? Can I get your happy pill? I'm like, it's just about, you know, people say, oh, I have my glass full, my glass empty. I'm like, no, 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 no. My friend, I have a glass. I'm already a winner. <laughs> so many people don't have a glass. Mm. So when I was working for the um, Washington Wizards, like uh, our team was red, white, and blue. And our owner put a red carpet everywhere in the other facilities. So, you know, these guys are making 40 million a year, right? They're 19 years old. They got 10 cars, Rolls Royce, two houses, private jets, all these girls, but not happy, right? That's what they're asking me for a happy pill. I'm like, look, we are walking on a red carpet every Think about that, right? It's amazing. So I just move my attention to, I have a glass and buy me having a glass. I don't even need anything inside. And everything is a bonus now just because I have a glass. So that's where I'm coming from. My attention is a positivity. I think that's why I connect with you, Zuby. You are looking through a glass of, I have a glass, you know? You are looking through a glass of, I am blessed. Like that's your new single. Like that just says <laughs> how much of a good vibration that you are in. Man, that's powerful. I, I love that. I've never actually heard that. Of course, I know the glass half full, glass half empty analogy, but I've never heard of the, uh, I love that just saying I'm blessed to just have a glass because you're right, you know? I think that's one of the advantages, whether you're, you know, first or second generation immigrant, I think that is actually one of the advantages that you have when you go to a country like the USA or the UK. You know, in my case, I was born in the UK, but it's very clear to me and I'm very conscious of the sacrifices that my parents made to go from Nigeria to the UK. I have been to Nigeria many times and I know that there are a lot of people in um, Nigeria and Africa in general, Sri Lanka, different parts of Asia, people all over the world who are seeking opportunity, both within their country, but also just in the world in general. So when you land or when you're born in a country like the UK or the USA and you're aware of that and you have that drilled into you either implicitly or explicitly, it's easy to it's easier to have that attitude because you have the perspective and it makes you more grateful for the things you have in front of you and the opportunities and the people. I mean, every day, I mean, I'm like you, right? People ask me, dude, how do you stay motivated? You do so much stuff. You're, you're just a one man army and you're going. And I'm like, man, there's there's so much opportunity. Like, how can I stop this? There's, uh, there's so much I want to achieve. There's so much opportunity. There's more that I want to do that I'm even capable of doing at this stage. And you have to attune your brain to see the world like that. Because if you don't, you just see all the obstacles and the difficulties and the challenges and your brain focuses on all the negatives when there are actually so many positives that every single person is taking for granted. I mean, the fact 
fact that we are sitting here having this conversation in real time. I can see you, you can see me, we can hear each other in real time. We are thousands of miles away from each other and it's almost like we're in the same room. Not only can we do this, we can then put this on the internet for free and thousands of other people can then listen to our conversation and hopefully take something away from it and then that positivity just ripples out and I think people just take all of this stuff for granted and they really don't think about it. Absolutely, Zubi. So speaking about traveling, I just came from a um, few months ago, we were in uh, Tanzania and Zanzibar and uh, Tanzania is probably like what, top five poorest countries in the world. At some time when I was there with Maasai people, right? Maasai just really got three things. They got the woods, they got the jungle, they got dirt and they got cow skin in their house, right? But, you know, kind of like uh, quoting from you, they didn't have that that box, right? That brainwashes all of us all the time. Mm, they yeah. were they electricity box and what I learned from them is that they were seeing things as they want to see. They were think, seeing things as exciting, joyful. So that really comes within us. We create the happiness within us. When people ask me, so I do functional medicine and they're like, hey, can I get this pill, that pill? I'm like, no, the best pill really starts between your ears. That's the best pill. That's the serotonin. That's the dopamine. That's the high pill. Like you don't need anything from anybody else. I saw that from firsthand from Maasai people. Zubi, they are so happy. The little kids are smiling and and run around like here you go to a park or somewhere kids have their head down they're on the iphone they're crying parents are yelling you could feel the toxic energy when we were there like it's so joyful to see it you know it's it's all about seeing things seeing the life as you want to see and they see it as they want to see and i think that's what they're happy and and joyful and they don't have diseases right they don't have sickness so i'm talking to the massage people and i'm like so tell me about diseases tell me about covid they're like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> getting sick our cows sometimes getting sick no no i'm like no humans mm. like, what do you mean they couldn't understand the disease wow. they <laughs> because they eat real food they're grounding they're walking outside they are not getting bringing on this toxicity for them they're so pure you know that's what i love about you like you always say hey turn the tv off be inside yourself don't let other people put poison on you create your own thoughts you know that's what i like you know every time i, I read one of your tweets it's like like don't don't get so entangled don't get yourself muddy like everything that we hear and and see is coming from few people's perspective and that's getting muddy and, and stuff toxic so don't get involved and it's, it's also the fact that it's it's designed to do that right it's just fear anxiety anger division right it's just a lot of negative emotions and people get addicted to negative emotions right i think people have this notion that oh you know people think dopamine is only associated with positive things but it's like no you, you can get a negative dopamine addiction where you just get addicted to fear or addicted to anger and outrage and this and that. And the people running the media know this, right? I mean, pick up any newspaper, watch any news channel, compare how much news is positive versus how much news is negative. And this isn't to be, you know, all happy-go-lucky, like, oh, everything is perfect in the world and there's no negativity. Of course there's negativity. We have good days, we have bad days. Even within the same day, we have, you know, up and down moments. But at the same time, like you said, you know, you have to be conscious and aware of it. Even if you are going to, I tell people, even if you are going to watch, TV or consume certain media or whatever it is, just at least be conscious of the fact that it is programming, right? So, yep. and, and then if you're at least cognizant of it, you can protect yourself a little bit, right? If same with the smartphone, right? Smartphones are very, very addictive, but I'm very self, I'm very self-aware that my smartphone is very addictive and Twitter is addictive and YouTube is addictive and I'm, I'm aware of it. The problem is a lot of people aren't even aware of it. So they fall into it. If you ask them, are you addicted to your phone? They'll be, they'll say, no, no, I'm not. And then you take it away from them and put it in a different room for five minutes and they're they're twitching, right? <laughs>
<laughs> you know, like you tell them to, some people sleep next to it. And in the middle of the night, they're there, they're blue glow, checking their phone all the time. And I'm like, man, that's an addiction. And you're not even aware of it. You haven't even acknowledged it. So I think people just need to be aware, just having that self-awareness. And then at least you can go, okay, I can feel myself kind of getting too attached to this thing or having too many negative habits and thoughts. And let me put it away. I, I have this a lot because as my platform has grown, I get a lot of positive vibes and messages and energy, like more than I can even read. But I also get a flood of negative ones. And I can have times, especially with Twitter, as you've probably seen, I, I can have times where I do get caught in that negative loop too much. And I'm like, okay, wait, I need to, let me think, let me, let me not get too wrapped up in this thing and let this random, I don't even know who this person who's annoying me is, right? So let me just put that away, step aside and sort of recalibrate. So true. So true, Zubi. So the things that I do, I try to tell, show my patient and clients that something that I do, I have a 15 minute limits on all the social media. And it just reminds me like, hey, you've been on it for 15 minutes. So I try to put away. And then so true about fear, right? Like fear sells. Fear it's what people gravitate, gravitate to. It's actually, it's, it's almost like we are craving fear. And what we forget is that we forget to be in the now. We're always thinking about the past. We always think about the present. We forget to be here, be now. And that's how the society is made because being in the present, being in the now, that's being in a meditative state. And meditative state is healing. So the society is actually failed to, society set up for us to fail so we could really go and get help from these companies again the, that made pharmaceuticals or whatever. So society is not helping us to be here, be now. Mm. It makes you sick and then it sells you the cure. <laughs> Absolutely. And we want to be like being here, being now, that's kind of put it on us to be 100% responsible for myself. It's tough to be responsible for myself, right? Like you said, like when, when somebody put their phone onto the side, they kind of like, ah, oh, having this kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm missing something. I'm missing something. And just that's like really look, looking within yourself. And that's where the magic happens. But nobody really teaches us how to self-care, even with the iPhone, even with the society set up to get help from somebody else get help from the physicians the pharmaceuticals because that's how they make money mm -hmm. imagine if, if they say hey you know what go to the room meditate every morning take your shoes off ground that's gonna prevent 99.9 99.9 percent of the diseases they wouldn't make any money right so mm -hmm. no one's talking about it they're talking about oh you're about to get a cold take this pill you're about to get a cold take this drug you know that's how the society is set yeah tell, tell me a little bit more about grounding and meditation I'm familiar with these terms. I'll be totally honest. A lot of people ask me if I meditate and I'm not actually a meditator. I've had a tiny moments uh, years ago where I sort of played around with a little, but it's not uh, something that I've ever formed a habit with. And I'm familiar with the concept of grounding a little bit, but can you tell us a little bit more in detail about those? So I want to tell you an acronym that I learned from my mentor and he said, um, it's good to have STDs. I'm like, what? STDs? So <laughs> it stands for surrender, T for trust and don't doubt. So okay. that's being in a meditator, right? So when you don't surrender, trust, and don't doubt, so I know you're Christian and you really believe in God, and I'm a Buddhist, I'm believing in the higher power universe, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what you believe in, but you believe in there's a higher power. So if all of us, religious, non-religious, all of us really believe in there's something that's higher than us, so just surrender, trust, don't doubt, and be here now. Don't think about yesterday. We can't control yesterday, right, Zubi? We can't mm -hmm. control tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Enjoy now. Be here. Be present honestly that's meditation can you turn your monkey mind off can you turn your chatterbox because chatterbox is talking about what happened yesterday or what we're gonna eat for lunch right like it's it's not serving us mm -hmm. it's 
going on, going on, going on. It's not same now. So if it's going on, that means we are not healing, right? In order to heal, we got to let the body does its magic. So that's just like fasting. I, I know you told me about grounding, but it's just like fasting. It's good to eat, but if you're eating all the time, the body cannot heal itself because body's busy on processing food. So that's why, you know, really important that we have a, a fasting window. Like I fast for about 18 to 20 hours. So that means my body is healing 18 to 20 hours because it's processing and digesting food for four to six hours. So that's like a little bit about fasting. But meditating is that you don't have to sing, say om, whatever. Meditation is, is being in the now, being in the present. Honestly, Zubi, it doesn't matter. Like I, last few years, I have come to a point where I could meditate during a basketball game, right? Meditation is that, yeah, I see what's happening in front of me, but I am blocking that and I'm, I'm like, I'm here, I'm grounded in through the nose. Hey, I just did a one breath meditation. Easy. That helps me to ground. That helps me to heal. So meditation is really not complicated. Meditation is all about minimizing or stopping the chatter. So that's meditation. And and when it comes to grounding, I would say it's one of the best and easiest magic pills in order us to heal, right? So we have a uh, we have a negative charge and the ground has a positive. We have a, a negative charge and the ground has a positive charge. And there's so much science that has shown that even yesterday when I was walking on on the rocks, I took my shoes off. We are connected. And it, while we're connected, that's one of the ways that we are charging the phone. Our body gets charged with this negative ions for us to heal. So that is grounding, connecting. So one of the best ways to go to like the beach, um, sand, rocks, grass, all of this. Look, I just gave you two big pills. That's $3.99. And again, doesn't cost you anything and give us so much value in healing. Actually, I gave you three. I gave you the grounding. I gave you the meditation. I gave you the fasting, right? Mm-hmm. They, on top of that, we are sleep. Zuby, those four pillars, bulletproof, like literally bulletproofing mm-hmm. our health and that doesn't cost us anything. You feel amazing. <laughs> you look amazing. It's just yeah. it's incredible, right? Like, and not only that, when we have those things, then the universe will reflect that. The universe mm-hmm. sends you the people, opportunity, settings, because remember, universe doesn't test you, it reflects you. When you're in this high vibration of fasting and grounding, and in a meditative state, my friend Zubi, magic happened. All of a sudden, a phone call comes in like, wow, I just thought about you. And in a, <laughs> like that stuff happens like no no more coincidence. Like you expect those stuff when you're in a high vibration. And that mm-hmm. high vibration, Zubi, really starts within you. It starts inside of you and without needing anybody's help. It's powerful, man. So I'm curious, what was it like when you first started working in the NFL? What was that like? That must have been pretty mind-blowing to you, no? Very mind-blowing. It's like, <laughs> like pinch me kind of like, wow. Uh, you watch, uh, uh, for some reason, like when we came from Sri Lanka, like there's a whole bunch, of whole community of Sri Lankans in Washington, Washington, D.C. And this community embraced the Washington Redskins football team. And okay. like, when I joined it, it was like, oh my God, I'm a part of it. Like, you know, so it was really cool. Like, it's like, it, it's uh, magical. Game days in football is really magical. And what was your, what was your exact role with them? Uh, medical. Um, I was, uh, my, my I studied sports medicine, so I was, I was mm-hmm. part of medical staff. You know, every day I get to touch and heal players and prevent injuries and taping ankles and hydrate them, manipulate them, whatever it took, literally okay. for me to keep them on the on the team. 
gotcha. And then from there, you went to the Washington Wizards basketball team, and that's where you that's where you were for a long time, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's I actually uh, went went to the Washington Wizards during that time. Somewhere about four years into it, I worked for the both uh, women's uh, WNBA, uh, Washington Mystics, and the Washington Wizards. So during the summertime, I would work with the women's team, and the, during the winter time, I was working for the NBA because it was owned by the same uh, same owner, and they gave me an opportunity that nobody had to nobody had to work with both men and women at the highest level so it was it was um every day was christmas um every day <laughs> was uh heaven you know i was uh it was uh, exactly what where i wanted to be zuby and it was like perfect like it just opened up so many opportunities for me for me to learn evolve and grow and that was an amazing part of my journey and last year was like you know what i am done just like um like you right like you, you enjoyed your middle school you enjoyed your high school you enjoyed oxford but now you wouldn't want to go because you know too much you learn but that was an amazing part of your journey so same thing with me with the redskins with the nba even though it's the highest high like nobody really quits the nba right like you never hear people walk out but i felt like i was done i finished i felt like nba and the football was finishing college finishing high school that i want to move on i want to go from my serving and helping 15 millionaire athlete now my purpose and my journey is to help 15 million people you know i um i got out of the box box will be like i'm almost uh working in an environment sometimes uh even though it's like uh in the rabbit like hole and you kind of fear that oh what happened if i leave this amazing job I, I might not be able to get it but i trust the universe i trust my higher powers and i know like hey it's it's time for me to evolve and grow and go on the next journey awesome man and what is that next journey so now um it's really about how how can i serve even more people not only being that a box of 15 athletes now you know people um will reach out to me and say hey I'm having a surgery January 1st um, and I would say like in so I'm in Washington DC say in uh, California what I do is that I go on December 15th and I kind of go to their town go by the house I started doing the blood work I do functional medicine so I do their blood stool urine I test them and in that meantime for that 15 to 10 days I do the prehab I'm trying to figure out what was the cause for them to have a surgery say back surgery look at the feet the neck everything then we kind of do maybe we're trying to do permititus stuff maybe get them out of the surgery so sometimes that happened that i get them out of, the, out of the surgery they don't want surgery or they say they are like really need the surgery so i get them prehab they are when they ready to have surgery everything's in a proper way and when they have the surgery they're going to recover better so first 10 days i do the blood work then by the time they have the surgery they're in a good place everything else is working at 100 and then when they come out of the surgery i do uh rehab for about a few days by then i have all the blood work i teach their chef or their wife or husband how to teach how to cook food show their deficiency of nutrition because nutrition is what 99 healing properly to minimize uh, inflammation so I, I teach them i show them clean up their fridge i set their guidelines so uh rehab and then i go on to the next client then i kind of touch base back with them so by me having this high network individual clients mm. it helped me to serve and travels to countries like tanzania and zanzibar and have these free clinics free workshops for people who doesn't have anything like when we went to um, Zanzibar they didn't even have soccer balls right they were like okay. rolled up rolled up um, plastic bags with thread and they had one ball that looked like 50 years old so when I go there I get to take soccer balls I get to be in the ground help them teach them buy stuff and and just make me feel so incredibly amazing that I get to really really make an impact with human beings awesome. at the highest level at the lowest level that's awesome man that's powerful Um, going back to your so you, you were with the wizard 
Wizards for 17 years. Is that right? Yeah. Tell me an interesting story. There's got to be some cool stories there. <laughs> oh, cool stories. So tell, tell, tell me something, something that jumps out at your mind that you'd want to share with the audience. I think cool stories that I always come to me that I think that you will really reflect is that a lot of the, lot of the people that there, they actually envision them being in the NBA. You know, you could kind of track back. So a personal story of me is that when I was 14 years old, I really visualized myself every day. So be your lap, getting inside a bag and getting somebody putting me in the uh, baggage compartment and coming to America. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's my manifestation. And and 14 years old, I came to America and I'm like, wow, I made it. So every single athlete, I felt like somehow manifested them being in the NBA. They dreamed about it. They drew about it. So really nothing is impossible. Don't settle for okay. That's a quote from you. Don't settle for okay, right? Okay is average. Why are we settling for okay? So these successful athletes, they are continue to open up the standards. There's, there's no limits. We are setting our own limits. Like one of your titles of your songs, right? Open up the sky. Like these people open up the sky. <laughs> That's why they are there. So we are, my, my story too is that I feel like people who don't make it to the NBA or people who are in the NBA that's average, they set the standards to be average. The guys that make been in the NBA for 20 years, the guys that have their own shoe, the guy made the all-star, they've manifested that. So my story to you and the people who, who listening to this, you are where your attention is. Keep it at the highest vibration. And when you keep it at the highest vibration, things happen to you. Things come to you. So my interesting story is that, yes, they put in the hard work, but they did something with their mind to attract and be in that highest vibration. Mm. What was the thing that they most struggled with that you were able to help them with? Because when you're talking about these type of athletes, I mean, you're talking about obviously top tier athletes. You're also talking about celebrities, famous people, very wealthy people, et cetera, right? People on a sort of a different echelon of society, essentially. But as you mentioned earlier, that doesn't necessarily mean that they have everything figured out or that they're totally happy even or that they're appreciative or that they're even healthy in a mental or a spiritual capacity. So what were some of the things that you were able to teach these elite athletes? Subi, I love this question you know why i love this question so my job was rehab right mm -hmm. so imagine a young kid been to just came to the nba i had a kid who came to the nba and he got shot like literally a week away right oh, wow. i have a, i had a kid who had heart surgery so imagine so my job is rehab so imagine a kid there they've been in the nba for three years and next year is their contract year that's the year that they're about to get paid imagine them getting hurt they're like oh my god nobody's gonna sign me like i am done i'm 23 years old i'm done so be i felt like this is is my secret sauce. So I am put in front of that kid to make an impact. So the way that I work with them is that, look, I know you got hurt. I know it's crazy. But the way that I come out is that everything happened for you. This happened for you. It's for a blessing. Let's go on this journey, okay? Knowing that this is something that happened for you for your, your highest value or your highest good. And let's learn from this journey and let's evolve and grow. So when you know that there's no such a thing as bad thing, you know that everything that happened for you, for you to evolve and grow and for your highest good is a game changer. So when we are in that mindset, when I'm in that mindset with the young kid who just had an injury that's career threatening, as a life threatening, that it's very possible that they might never play basketball. So there's so many people that I have worked with, uh, particularly this young lady comes into my mind. She even, and she missed two years of playing basketball she and i probably saw 10 best physician and all of them said hey, you're not gonna play in the wmba 
fear, but view in the mindset of everything that happens to us happens for the our highest good. And I am where I'm supposed to be at this moment. Life is going to be amazing because we are not worried about yesterday. We're not worried about tomorrow. We're just being here, kind of like being mindful, being in a meditative state. Zubi, everything happened for, everything happened magically. If you're not, you are like thinking about yesterday. You're thinking about two days from now, stuff that we can't control. We get inside our heads, Zubi. We, we get stuck in the, in the rut. We're stuck in the mud. We're stuck in poison. Why do we need to get on poison, right? Let's enjoy what we had. Enjoy, because to be honest with you, tomorrow is not even guaranteed. We could be in a car. We could be walking on the road. Nothing's promised. So why we are worrying about something that's not promised to us and not enjoying today, you know? So my secret for these young kids is like, you are exactly where you need to be and everything happened for you is for your highest good. Because remember, you are the creator of your own life. If you think positive, you're going to heal better and we're going to go to the next level. Real talk. And for someone who's feeling, for anyone who's listening to this, who's feeling just down and negative right now, let's be honest, it's been a very difficult past 14, 15 months for a lot of people, depending on where you live. It could have been a very different experience. I know for some people, it's been, a, you know, their cities and states have been open up for a long time and they're kind of free and things are normal. In other places, they'll still be on lockdown. People are, have been under house arrest. People haven't been able to go to the gym like maybe they normally do, haven't been able to see their friends or see their families. And there's a whole lot that's going on. So for, there's a lot of people I've spoken to and I've received a lot of messages, especially from younger people who have just been really down, you know, just feeling really down, depressed, just sad, you know, just dealing with all of this uncertainty about the future, uncertainty about the present, so on and so forth. So for anyone who's listening to this, who might be feeling that way, do you have any, I know you've just given some, but do you have any specific words of inspiration or encouragement for them? I do. So this is how I got through, uh, you know, last few months. I is that everything always been fine. Everything's always gonna be fine. Just know and trust it. Okay, that's just kind of being in the present now. And where's your attention? I always, Zubi, I, in my phone, every hour that's a bell goes off. Okay, it's a Buddhist bell go ding. So that hour, I just tell myself, where am I? What's my attention? Is my attention serving me? What I'm thinking right now, how does that gonna help me? So I question myself every hour and that helps me to take one hour at a time and be mm. present because what's going on out there, I can't do anything about it, right? I can't do anything about what happened yesterday. I can't do anything about what's going on. But what I can do, it's my thoughts. I could think and know that everything's going to be fine. And I want to, I could send my attention to be at hey, myself, control myself, be at peace knowing everything's going to be fine. And I think that's that's the easiest way. Control what we can control. Control this hour. Control this moment. And honestly, I know this is uh, this sucks, but try to just find silence within yourself. Try to find some quiet time. Try to go outside if you can. Just sit and just look out look up in the sky and just and just be like wow it's it's unlimited potential within our, within ourselves like there's no limit and we are the thinker of the, our thoughts so Zubi people who are depressed every other think ask yourself what am I thinking am I thinking something that will serve me or hurt me and question yourself I think when you question yourself it's, it's where the answers comes in it starts within you it starts within us we can do it I love that man I love your positivity man it's very it's very infectious and yeah I hope it comes across in the audio i'm sure it will as well well firstly before i ask where people can find you do you have anything that's coming up this year that people should be looking out for right now i 
act, nothing is coming up. I try to, so because of COVID, you know, people say, hey, how did you evolve and grow COVID? I'll say, hey, because of COVID, I quit my 17-year job in the NBA. Because of COVID, I started my Instagram page, my Facebook, my website. I never had a website. So, okay. you know, like I, I put myself out there. So nothing is uh, coming out, but I always try to try to be open and, and, and talk to people. So if anybody want to reach out to me, my social media is my website is NaveenHealth.com. I always answer my emails, my IGs. My IG is uh, Naveen.hit. Uh, it's brand new. Again, it's, it's few months since COVID and my LinkedIn. I'm always there to help people that need to because I know you reach out to me. We were meant to connect and that means my higher purpose in life is to help whoever's in front of me to be the best version of themselves. Love it, man. Naveen, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And yeah, man, it's been enlightening. I, I love the positive energy. Zuby, it's 100% my pleasure, my friend. I love love everything that you do. Just you just being real. It's 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 real talk. It's, it's very... <laughs> enlightening to know and feel and read yourself so i'm so grateful to be connected so grateful to call you as my friend it's an honor man take care i am the man sick with the slang sick and i'm destined for fame do for the fam not for the grand stunt me a destined for pain i do not front i do not scam put some respect on my name sick like a bane click and i bang y'all gonna remember the name y'all gonna remember the name for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.